And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. You can find them online at rbcarcompany.com. I feel like I'm going to get hate mail just for the way I said South Bend there. I didn't emphasize Bend enough, Josh. Didn't do it. Those of you who remember the old days. Oh, Casey, you're putting too much emphasis on South. Not enough on Bend. <laughs> I got some flack for how I pronounced Detroit the other day. And so I did what any self-respecting individual would do. Because I said Detroit. This person said that I'm supposed to say Detroit. So the only reference that I have on how to properly pronounce Detroit is Kid Rock. So I went and I listened to Kid Rock. And he says Detroit all the time. So I'm assuming if Kid Rock says Detroit, it's okay to say Detroit. I didn't realize that there was a debate about that. You Midwesterners, man, you guys are funny about this stuff. It's crazy. And I say that as somebody from Nevada that everybody mispronounces as Nevada. <laughs> uh, all right, let's um, let's talk about something serious. And here's the thing. I, I have some criticism. I need to talk a little bit about what happened with this shooting with Alec Baldwin again because some new information has come out. And this is, it's it's getting uglier. And we're finding out, we already know that there's been several, there were several, I think two incidents with the firearms on the set before this one. So everybody should have already known to be taking extra precautions. Once there's like one mistake that happens, everybody should immediately reset and go, okay, we need to cross our T's and dot our I's here. And basically what happened is like three guns were set down. Somebody grabbed one of those guns, handed it to Alec Baldwin, told him it was a cold gun. They're rehearsing a scene inside of a church. Alec Baldwin is practicing drawing, shoots this woman, kills her, also hits another person on set. Okay, And again, we have had, and here's the thing, Alec Baldwin deserves everything he gets. Alec Baldwin is an awful human being. He is a, a notoriously hot-tempered individual. Alec Bal- the closest Alec Baldwin has come to being canceled was when he said, uh, remember when he left that really horrible voicemail for his, his teenage daughter that one time? And now his daughter and him are like apparently close or whatever. But, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's, he deserves everything he gets. And he absolutely is responsible at least in part, if not, and you ask me, majority, but at least in part for what happened here. Because you have to treat every firearm as if it were loaded. And he didn't. And as a result of his carelessness, largely, I believe, this is my personal opinion, because of his history of anti-gun activism and the fact that he's just not willing to put in the effort to learn about firearms or firearm safety, and most anti-gun activists are not, so it doesn't matter what happens on the set as far as the training that happens on the set. That training's not real training. And you talk to any actor who does take that training seriously, they will tell you the basic safety stuff that you have on set is not a real safety course. And so actors show up to these sets and, and you know, the armorer is supposed to give them a basic rundown. And there, there's been some other actors who've commented about this particular armorer, 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 excuse me, again, the cold, who is, she's young, um, but she's the daughter of like a famous guy who does this in Hollywood. So she's, 
you know, she, she's going to have some knowledge. It's just that there appears to be a breakdown here. This is a low-budget movie. They don't have a lot of funding. There was a very experienced armorer who turned down this job because of concerns about safety. We know that seven people walked off set earlier because of safety issues on set. We know that there was two previous firearm incidents on set before this one happened and took this woman's life and shot another person. So the fact of the matter is, all of this set was jacked up. You had a bunch of people who did not take safety seriously and were and, and when they had the first accident, none of them took a step back and said, we need to reset. None of them did. And as a result, Alec Baldwin, who did not treat this gun as a loaded gun, aimed at a human being and killed her. Did he mean to kill her? No, probably not. I don't have any evidence to indicate that he did. I know the people have made references to his temper and that sort of thing, but we don't have any evidence at all that he meant to do this, okay? But when you have a firearm in your hand, and this is a real firearm, you know, the, the news media keeps saying props. We've corrected that before, but it keeps getting out there, and people have said, Case, you've got to hit this over and over again. A prop is a real gun. This is a real firearm. And it was supposed to have blanks in it. We still don't know if it was an actual round. I've seen a lot of reporting saying that it was a live round, but nobody's actually confirmed it was a live round that I'm aware of, okay? So we don't know if it was a, a uh, you know, a, a dummy bullet. We don't know if it was a live round. We don't know if it was shrapnel. We're not exactly sure yet. But he aimed it at another human being. He didn't aim off to the side. He didn't aim overhead. He aimed it at her and shot her in the chest, and she died. And one of the camera people, or the sound guys, sound engineer, I think, he held her as she died in his hands, and he, he posted about it yesterday, telling more of the story and, and blaming a bunch of people except for Alec Baldwin. There's a, you need to understand something. There's a lot of people on the crew who blame Alec Baldwin. There's a lot of people on the crew who do not blame Alec Baldwin. Um, and the reality is everybody within the chain of custody of that gun, including Alec Baldwin, is responsible for this woman's death, period. Now, most of you out there who listen to this show have some firearm knowledge or active, not active shooters, <laughs> you're shooters yourselves, excuse me, and you understand this. But there's a lot of people out there who don't, and we are talking about Hollywood people. And there's a lot of them who don't really know anything about this stuff. And as a result, this woman is dead. And there's a lot of jokes that are being made at the expense of, of Alec Baldwin. And I'm going to address that here in a couple of minutes. So some new information that came out. Crew members on the movie Rust reportedly used the firearm involved in the death of uh, Helena Hutchins the morning of the fatal accident. According to a search warrant executed by the Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office, obtained by Fox News, armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed handled the prop gun, which is a real firearm, leaving it among others on a cart outside the set location where uh, they, they were filming. Assistant Director Dave Halls then retrieved the gun and handed it to actor Alec Baldwin, announcing that it was a cold gun. 
a term that is used to signify that it doesn't have any live ammo in it. Now, I'm waiting to hear more about this because everybody is is blaming the armorer here. Um, but ultimately, it was the assistant director who grabbed the gun and handed it to Baldwin. And I don't know that Dave Halls was told by the armorer that he could do that. So it's entirely possible that Dave Halls is really the guy who's responsible for handing Baldwin a hot gun. Uh, and it may not be Hannah Gutierrez's fault. I don't know. Again, I think there's culpability to go around universally here because if she set it down, she should have made it very clear to anybody who passed by that was a hot gun. However, somewhere along the line, there was a miscommunication and a live round was put in the weapon that discharged when Baldwin pulled the trigger. And this is what a lot of the stories today are saying, that there was a live round in there. And up until, you know, about 320, when somebody on Discord sent me this article, I wasn't sure if that had been confirmed or not. And what appears to be the issue is that the the crew had been using this gun that is being used in the filming here to shoot. And as a result, there's a live bullet left in the gun. I, if this ends up being accurate, now you're just, you're getting to a whole extra level of stupidity. And, you know, I have a lot, I have a lot of respect for Donald Trump Jr. I am not happy about him selling a shirt that says guns don't kill people. Alec Baldwin does. And here's why. I've seen a lot of people joking because they hate Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin is a huge hypocrite here. Alec Baldwin deserves the scrutiny that he gets. Don't get me wrong there. But folks, when you're joking about this, please remember a child doesn't have his mom anymore. And I get it. You want to make fun of Alec Baldwin. He's a subhuman piece of crap. He killed a woman who has a child and a husband. And they don't get to see her anymore. The most important person in their lives has been taken from them. And people are making jokes. And I get it. It's a you want you want to dig in at Alec Baldwin because Alec Baldwin has been doing this kind of crap his entire life. I understand that. What I am humbly asking people to do when you discuss this, when you have these these conversations or you post something on social media, please remember that an innocent woman lost her life because of the carelessness of other people and her child doesn't have a mom anymore. And I maybe this is the dad in me coming out. I don't know. I don't think that's funny. I don't think it's funny that Alec Baldwin carelessly pointed a live firearm at somebody and shot her in the chest. And I don't think it's funny that she stumbled backwards and the last words she said were, I can't feel my legs, and then bled out in one of her crew members' arms. And now her child can't see her anymore. I don't think that's very funny. And I don't think it's appropriate to be selling merchandise on this event because of that. If you want to rip Alec Baldwin for his hypocrisy, if you want to rip him for the fact that he was careless here, 
If you want to rip him for the fact that he's ultimately the person who pulled the trigger and was completely irresponsible in how he conducted himself, if you want to rip everybody else on that crew who is irresponsible in how they conducted themselves, please have at it. That is important. But do not lose do not lose sight of the fact that a child has lost their mother and all she was doing was her job. And when you make light of this, I'm sorry, but you're making light of this woman being killed. Not okay. You can attack Alec Baldwin. You can make your point without making this a lighthearted, oh, dumb liberal shot somebody. She wasn't a criminal. She wasn't a bad person. She was a mother. She was a wife. She was 42 years old, and she was doing her job on a movie set that had a low budget, and everybody else around her acted carelessly, and she got shot in the chest and died because of it. Do not lose sight of that. More coming up, 95.3 MNC. And again, I want to make this crystal clear because I don't think that you should let Alec Baldwin off at all. I think you need you all need to, as people are concerned that I was saying that. No, 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 no. Hold his feet to the fire on this. You have to. You have to hold Hollywood's feet to the fire on this. This is the stuff that happened here is so inexcusable. They must be held to account. All I'm saying is when you're you're having the discussions or making the posts about this situation with Alec Baldwin, please remember, it's not a joke, that a woman lost her life. Beyond that, by all means, please take him to test. You can, you can punch at Alec Baldwin all day. He deserves it 100% of the time. But at the same time, please just, you know, when you're, when you're making funny shirts and stuff at... I don't know, man. I'm just trying to imagine myself as as the uh, the spouse of somebody who just got killed, and people joking about it. I, I think that would irritate me. And I guess what I'm asking you to do, which is totally counterintuitive to me in any way, shape, or form, I guess I'm asking you to take the higher road on this. And you know how I feel about high roads. High roads are for losers. But I just we can't ignore that an innocent woman was killed here, and you know. I'm okay with making fun of people who try to kill Kyle Rittenhouse. They deserved it. Yeah, you want to you want to call him a you know meat grinder arm or whatever. Yep, that's funny. You know why? Because he deserved it. He deserved to get shot, and it's funny that he did. This is a woman who was minding her own business, doing her job. She got killed, and that's all I'm asking people to do is to keep that perspective while continuing to hold Alec Baldwin and everybody involved with the production of this movie in check. If it ends up being accurate that they were using this gun like cast and crew were using this gun for recreational sports shooting in between scenes and it wasn't properly unloaded and it wasn't properly uh uh you know checked out and then it was handed to him with a live round from the recreational shooting earlier in the day and then alec baldwin shot this one i there's zero excuse for that and yeah i would say that people probably need to go to jail for that that there's no excuse. I'm not 100% convinced 
and and that's only because we don't have the full story. I'm not 100% con- convinced that the the armorer Hannah is the primary culprit here. She may be if they were shooting live rounds and gave it to her and she's the one that took it back and set it down and didn't clear that weapon. It's on her. But there's there's still a lot more to this story that we have to figure out. Now here's where things get insane. I'm not going to spend a lot of time, but here's where things get insane. The conspiracy theory, the Blue Anon conspiracy theory has started. It was a Trump supporter who put the live bullet in the gun. This is floating around on Twitter right now. A Trump supporter put a live bullet in the gun to set Alec Baldwin up. What? This blue and on conspiracy theory garbage. And and the fact of the matter is, this theory comes from a blue checkmark verified Twitter account. More coming up. 95.3 MNC. As we are uh, continuing to discuss firearms and the Baldwin situation during the commercial break, uh, so somebody did post that, like, the funniest example of not proper gun control was when the... Was it was it an ATF agent or DEA agent? Was it a DEA? The DEA agent that went into the classroom and shot himself in the foot. You ever seen that video? Okay, that's a funny video because he's the only one that got hurt. And he's I think he was doing like a firearm safety thing in a classroom and he shot himself in the foot. Um, he gave a follow up interview to that like a few weeks a few weeks later too because the vi- the video went viral. But yeah, it, and again the Alec Baldwin situation. The reason that it is so. I think the reason that it's so odd to many of us, because, you know, we're in the Midwest, most of us are conservative, most of us shoot, um, the things that happened on that set would never happen anywhere that we shot. And it's, you know, because basics, just the absolute basics, and the idea that a a relatively young woman lost her life and, you know, a child and a husband lost their their, their mom and their wife is over something as silly and ridiculous and stupid as what happened on that set um, is maddening. It really is. It's just maddening. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lighten things up a little bit. One of my favorite stories, Josh, as you do radio and you do news, you'll start running into this too. You'll start having some favorites that you recall about. My favorite is the Kraft lawsuit. Now, the Kraft lawsuit, for those of you who don't remember what the Kraft lawsuit was, this is many, many, many moons ago. A woman sued Kraft Foods. She sued Kraft Foods because Kraft guacamole did not have enough avocado in it. And she had bought the Kraft guacamole. And she she got it home. She didn't like the taste of it. She looked on the back, found out that it didn't have very much avocado in it. She filed a lawsuit. And I believe she won. I'd have to go back and look at that, but I believe she won. And, of course, you know, everybody knows you read the label. You, you can't trust food in this country. We don't have some of the, I will say this about Europe. Europe does have some decent food laws. I'll give them that, okay? Um, where information is supposed to be readily available to you and you can't call something something if it doesn't have the main ingredient. In it. You know, that sort of thing. It's one of my favorite stories. You know, that along with the guy who broke into the house but got stuck in the garage when the family's on vacation, nearly died, and then he sued the family and he won. Those two stories. But along the lines of the Kraft Foods story, 
somebody is suing Kellogg's. And the reason that they're suing Kellogg's is because Pop-Tarts. Do you eat Pop-Tarts, man? You still eat Pop-Tarts? You haven't moved on to toaster strudels yet? <laughs> no toaster strudels. <laughs> you know, it was funny. I never understood the toaster strudel thing when I was a kid. And now that I'm like an adult, like I, I can't, I can't do, I can't do the pop tarts unless I'm absolutely desperate, right? So it, <laughs> it's just, it's weird. It's weird how things like that happen. So anyway, Kellogg's is being sued because it turns out pop tarts aren't a health food. <laughs> it's Tuesday, right? <laughs> it is way too early in the week for this crap. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <clears throat> In other news, fans were astonished to find out that men who participate in Ironman triathlons are not actually made out of iron. Kellogg's is being sued for a lack of real strawberry in these strawberry Pop-Tarts. True story. And it, one of the questions that we get when we have these stories is, yeah, is that real though? Yes, this is a real story. The plaintiff bought the product because she expected it would have more of the named fruit ingredient. How, how much how much strawberries do you think are in strawberry Kool-Aid, Josh? You think balance of nature, people just pop it up balance of nature capsules into it? It's, it's not that's not what's happening. Balance of nature are real, real food though. Uh, plaintiff wanted more than a strawberry taste, which she nevertheless failed to receive. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, due to the relatively greater amount of pears and apples. This is true. The way that they get artificial flavoring is bizarre. Because, like, uh, to get strawberry, fla- uh, you use pear. And apparently, I've heard of the pear thing before. What else do they Apples. So you use pears and apples to get a strawberry artificial flavoring. You know, it's kind of like artificial watermelon flavoring doesn't actually taste like watermelon at all. And cucumber, like artificial cucumber, doesn't taste like cucumber at all. Um, but again, this is this is an actual lawsuit. Uh, the plaintiff wanted a relatively greater amount of strawberry ingredient, which was not received due to the unexpected and relatively significant amounts of pears and apples uh, <laughs> to give consumers the false impression that the product contains a greater absolute and relative amount of strawberries than it does. It contains red 40. Red 40 is a food coloring additive, by the way, very common, uh, which is a synthetic food coloring made from petroleum. Yes. A lot of food coloring is made from petroleum. You know who knows this? Like everybody who has ever investigated food coloring. Most parents are aware of this. And the reason that you're aware of this is because kids have food coloring allergies. Why? Because of the petroleum-based nature of food coloring. Red 40 makes the strawberry-pear-apple combination look bright red. And uh, like it is only strawberries or has some has more strawberries than it does according to one website. <laughs> you just... She's probably going to win. I mean, I'm hoping she doesn't, but she's probably going to win. Uh, Artificial dyes are also used to help hide the fact that many processed foods don't contain much or any of the nutrients or foods they claim to have. I did mention this was Pop-Tarts, right? 
Like, is there anybody out there legitimately thought that Pop-Tarts was, was putting real ingredients in their stuff? What are what are some of the other popular ones? They got like a brownie and brown uh, the brown cinnamon sugar. It probably isn't even real cinnamon. The sugar's probably not even real for crying out loud. It's probably high fructose. It's not, <laughs> it's not cane sugar. <laughs> you know what? I would bet Josh's life salary, uh, life savings, excuse me. I would bet his life savings that it's, it's high fructose corn syrup and not cane sugar. Uh, without the added coloring, consumers would be suspect of a product labeled as strawberry because the filling would be more subdued tone instead of the bright red. Yeah, that's common in all foods. Um, <laughs> you know, they do that for, for uh, farm salmon too, right? You know that. Farm salmon isn't as red as it is. They add that coloring later. But uh, they sure do love catching those people, you know, at the grocery stores. Like, wow, that's just great colored salmon. Oh, and it's grown in a farm, too. So that, you know, farms, that means it's eco-friendly, Josh. It's grown on a farm. Got news for you. Farm salmon ain't that red. <laughs> but, uh, yep, filing a lawsuit. I Look, I don't know if she's going to win. My, my guess is she'll probably win. But who knows? So in case you didn't know, um, there's there's really no real strawberries in, in strawberry Pop-Tarts. So there is there's that. I, no word on if this was the frosted strawberry or the should be banned because why in the world would you ever buy it? Uh, just the caked variety with no frosting. Who buys that, by the way? We you realize we bought one of those by accident once. Where we got it home, like I guess it was in the wrong spot. We got it home and it was just the regular Pop Tart. There was no frosting. It went in the trash, like right away. <laughs> my wife looked at me like, "Do you want to try it?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> I don't even want my kids to try that. No, get it out of the house now. And that's that's what we do. That's how you handle these things. That's, that's you know. I, now I'm curious, though. We should probably look up, like, blueberry. Because I, I like the blueberry Pop-Tarts, personally. But we should probably look up the blueberry. I wonder, the blueberry probably is, like, 80% strawberry and has no blueberries in it. But uh, every now and then, you get a moron, and they they get an itch, and they've got to scratch it with a lawsuit. We got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. We looked it up. The uh, the blueberry blueberry pop tarts have less than two percent blueberry and grape in it. It did have some apples and stuff too. So there was there was that. But uh, not not a whole lot of blueberries. So I don't know. I guess we could file a lawsuit. We got to figure out, did, is Toaster Strudel different? Because that debate has been raging forever. I mean, Toaster Strudel picked that fight. Uh, we got to figure out if Toaster Strudel has more of the actual fruit in it versus the Pop-Tarts. That'll be interesting to, to see if, if that's true or not. Here's the deal. Uh, go to rumble.com slash Casey, the host. You can watch the live stream. And if you miss a part of the show, you can go back and you can watch it. So go to rumble.com slash Casey, the host rumble also picked up uh, the social media website, locals.com. They also picked that up. Uh, you can follow me on telegram at Casey, the host Facebook still censors me. I think I'm on a permanent blacklist now on Facebook. So just go to telegram at Casey, the host, follow me there for my primary social media. My video content of course is at rumble and you can get all of that stuff at theburningtruth.us, including the daily show prep, the newsletter, which is free to sign up for, and, of course, the podcast. 
You got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. And uh, don't forget, go get your tickets to Noise. VIPs are sold out. We still got some space available for general admission. Go see me and Brian Kilmeade on the stage.